Hi, Dirk. Welcome to the studio. Thank you, Kevin. You've written the book, Do Not Fuck But Fund the Crowd. A bold title. Do you think so? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We worked hard on that title, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's start with explaining why this book. Why did you write a book on this subject? Yes, well, um, I always try to write books. It's my 50th book, I think, 5-0. I always try to write books that fill a hole in the markets. Mm -hmm. And as I'm consulting as a MIS and uh, non-profit organizations on finance, I find out, in fact, that there is, and it's also the case in France, it's also the case in the Netherlands, uh, it's also the case in Belgium, that there is no up-to-date neither book, neither website on which uh, grant funding platforms are available and still active. Yeah? Mm -hmm. There is a lot about which crowdfunding platforms did exist and what did they do, but a big majority is out of the market today. Huh? And so I thought I, it's time that someone writes once a book that is usable for one or two years and in which you can find also the names of those who stopped Because a lot of SMEs who do research, they find 17 names and nine of them stopped already. So mm -hmm. they're losing fat a lot of time. Yeah, but we, we will come back on, on why so many stop uh, so fast. But first, um, in, in your opinion, what's the definition of crowdfunding? Uh, yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> the, the definition I use is that a third-party uh, platform Mm -hmm. helps you uh, through internet applications, uh, social media or others uh, to fund your project, yes? Mm -hmm. and, and tries to get the money from the crowd. Mm -hmm. That's in fact, in a rough word, crowdfunding. There are 16 forms, eight major forms, four, four uh, main forms, uh, of crowdfunding, but that's in its essence, in fact, the the scheme. The crowd funds you through a platform. Yeah, but what I learned from your book is that it's not always money that is funded, but can also be people helping or, or stuff like that. Yes, indeed. It's a very huge misunderstanding that crowdfunding only funds money. Mm -hmm. It can fund money, but it also can indeed fund expertise. Uh, volunteering time, for example, huh? uh, relationships, uh, furniture. Yeah? Uh, it can uh, give you knowledge uh, through um, feedback from the crowd about a new product. Huh? Mm -hmm. It can uh, bring in participation huh? into a certain field, a political field, or uh, an ecological problem, for example. As you say it, crowdfunding sounds very attractive. A lot of businesses are looking for money or other resources. Why isn't there the, the big breakthrough yet in, in, in crowdfunding, you think? I'll, I'll have to correct you. Okay. <laughs> there is no big breakthrough on crowdfunding in Belgium. Huh? Okay. But Belgium is a very bad uh, apprentice, I would say. Mm -hmm. huh? If you look to the UK, which is the lead, it was in the EU before, which was, was the lead in the previous EU uh, mm -hmm. uh, before it left. If you look at the Netherlands, there, in fact, crowdfunding 
especially crowd lending, uh, the funding mm -hmm. loans, is very, very important. Uh. In the UK, for example, the 10 major crowdfunders do more um, loans than the banks. Yeah? Oh, uh, that's impressive. Yes, that's very impressive. In uh, France, there are crowdfunders who have 150,000 uh, non-profit organizations as clients to fund. Yeah? In the States, there are websites who do easily one to two billion US dollars yeah? mm -hmm. in a very specific niche market, like, for example, uh, education, uh, schools, universities, uh, scientific research. Huh? But you are right, I'm coming back to your question, you're right, in Belgium, it is not really a very big success yet. And and where, in your opinion, where lies the difference between all those countries? Is it just not known here yet? Or are there other reasons why it's not taking off in certain countries and in others it does? Yes, well, in fact, there are two types of reasons. There are reasons for success mm -hmm. and there are reasons for failures. Yeah? Mm -hmm. If you look at the reasons for success in the United States, for example, uh, in the States, there is a long tradition of financing SMEs outside of the banking world. So, mm -hmm. in fact, crowdfunding as a new instrument uh, went into a very light, large market. Yeah? If you look at the UK, the fiscal advantages are very, very important for, for the investors. And so, of course, investors like uh, risk-rewarded uh, uh, investments, which mm -hmm. are also fiscally advantageously treated. Yes? Mm -hmm. If you look to the reasons for failure, we come to Belgium. A lot of the crowdfunding platforms did not survive because they didn't have uh, enough volume. Yeah? Mm -hmm. There were too many competitors at a certain moment in the same markets, uh, generic markets or specific markets. And so, of course, you need volume to survive because a, a platform takes uh, between 0 to 16%, but 16 is very rare, uh, as income on the volume raised. And, of course, you cannot live from 2 or 3% on a, on a low volume. In those reasons for failure, uh, I found out, for example, in the Netherlands, all the design platforms, mm -hmm. except for one, went uh, financially I say bankrupt or did have to liquidate. Yeah? And I think also that uh, in that case, very probably design is a very, very difficult object to buy at a certain distance. Huh? We mm -hmm. talk about design, we don't talk about uh, old art where there is a certificate from mm -hmm. a, an expert, of course. Yeah. Um, Dirk, if you we, if we look at the events industry, how could crowdfunding or crowdfunding platforms help our industry, in your opinion? Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> um, outside COVID periods. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's an important COVID one. Period. It could help a lot, of course, but we must not. That uh, in that case, we go into uh, more the field of sales crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to crowdfunders, you can sell whatever you want: uh, new products, uh, new new uh, new music, for example. Huh? But let's not forget uh, this was a market which was already rare, um, far advanced, yeah? even before crowdfunding came up. Huh? 
Mm-hmm. But there are um, a different applications. I think, for example, in uh, the United States, there are a lot of uh, very nice applications. In Belgium, they all failed. Yeah? There were some applications like Aka Music, uh, for example, but they all uh, had not enough volume mm-hmm. to, uh, let's say, to give really uh, uh, good results. Huh? But sales of tickets huh, is, a, is the best example I think you can give. And of course, creating a platform on which uh, artists can give um, um, things away that you normally cannot get from an artist. I can give an example, exclusive interviews, mm-hmm. an encounter like this one, huh? you are the artist, I am the, the client or the guy that gave you money Mm-hmm. And I invite at my home 20 people or 200 people and we have a discussion with you or you give us a private concert. Eh? Mm-hmm. All that is possible through crowdfunding. Yeah? Uh, pre-sales, huh? you could uh, sell the best tickets to those who support you. Uh, some uh, crowdfunders did in store monthly support, which means you give uh, your preferred artist $10 a month. And in exchange for that, you get everything before all other uh, fans. Mm-hmm. So it costs you 120 euro or dollar per year, but you get something uh, from your favorite artist in advance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, financing the first discs, for example, also is uh, very, very often done in the market, even in Africa today through crowdfunding. Uh, but of course, it stays a, a not an easy market. Huh? Yeah. But for example, an example I I I, I heard of is um, festival organizers. Normally, what they do is they book artists, they organize the event, and start selling the tickets, and then you come to the to the to the concert. But that's that's taking a huge risk if you turn it around and say, okay, we will first do crowdfunding, sell tickets, and if we sell enough tickets we will organize the event. And if we don't, you get all your money back. That are also examples, I think, that are very uh, interesting for our industry. Yes, of course, pre-sales. Huh? Pre-sales. Mm-hmm. Huh? You, sell, you sell first and you organize afterwards. Of course, it's, a, it's a not an easy market. because uh, Today, you can book almost every artist because they are all free. Huh? But in a normal, in a normal world, mm-hmm. pre-sales... Uh, if you don't have an option, is a very dangerous world, of course. Huh? You cannot ensure, I think, you cannot ensure, I think, pre-sales uh, with an insurer if you don't have a contract with mm. the artist. Huh? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a contract with the artist, you risk that is not free. You know that for yeah. especially famous artists, they, they make tours and you have to fall into the tour site, uh, etc., etc. But of course, it works. It works for small events uh, today, even in the COVID crisis, it works. Could, could you also use, you said, um, um, volunteers and, 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 and things like that can also be crowdfunded. Could that yes. also work, for example, if you say, okay, I'm, I'm the organizer of Rock Werchter or, or Tomorrowland or whatever, and I need people to help? Yes, you can. You can. There is, uh, in almost every country, the US, France, Belgium, the Netherlands, there are sites that do exist where you can present yourself as uh, especially and mainly if you are a non-profit organization yeah? mm-hmm. and there you can, and there you can uh, get very easily the, um, the demand is often high today. It's very low, I see, 
but the demand is uh, often very high, but also the candidates are very uh, numerous. Why? Because people can um, come for free eh, and mm -hmm. listen to their uh, favorite artists. Eh? Yes, there's a huge market for that, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were talking uh, in the beginning of the interview about those platforms. Um, the only platform I really know is Kickstarter, because I'm a gadget freak and I buy uh, a lot of stuff on, uh, on Kickstarter. What other platforms uh, should somebody working in the event industry know? Oh, in the event industry? Uh, I'll have a look at my list. Huh? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, for, for example, for um, sailing around, yeah? if you want to organize something for sailing around, Ecosy Outdoor, for example, mm -hmm. okay, it's French, it's not Belgian, but it has a very, very high success rate. A success rate means um, on every campaign which is launched on the site, if there are 100 uh, uh, campaigns, the success rate gives the number that does succeed in getting the money it needs. Mm -hmm. And Eco, um, Eco C Outdoor is doing something like 80% today, 80% oh, which is uh, in unbelievable. You cited Kickstarter, but there is, of course, I think personally, you didn't ask the question, but I want to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best, I think, is Ulule. Okay. Uh, Ulule has a, a success ratio, a success rate of something between 60 to 98% in a lot of matters. All I looked at was in that range, which means you have six out of 10 chances that you get financed totally for all the money you need. Yeah? And mm -hmm. in some markets, it even goes uh, very, very higher. Uh, there is Ulule Voyage, for example, also, if you want to uh, take a trip with, uh, with uh, other people, 81%. Patreon is very, very good for uh, artists. Uh, mm -hmm. Bandcamp, Reverb Nation, uh, they're all marvelous uh, sites, I think, for your uh, sector yeah there there are in in these times a lot of uh, companies in our industry are in trouble um because they're yeah the event industry is closed for more than a year now um and they're looking for money to rebuild their their companies no, most of them are now currently looking at banks to help them out could also crowdfunding be a way to get funded to get your company through this this crisis uh, yes, you, uh, we could imagine we could imagine that you do pre-sales on a number of tickets of a number of artists which mm -hmm. are from the same field, for example, rock artists, and that you say, I'm going to invite out of the list of those 50 rock artists, 20 of them uh, next year in 2022 or 2023, you pay today and you get them uh, and you get the tickets afterwards, yeah? Yeah, uh, or, or, or even not 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 only organizers, but for example, I'm a I'm a, I'm a tent rental company. That could also be a case um, in in financial trouble right now because I can't uh, put my tents in the market because there are no events. Um, also, those companies are looking for for financing their yeah their debt at this moment. Yes, uh, what I've seen, but that's not very easy, is mm -hmm. uh, also their pre-sales. Mm -hmm. People that sell, uh, you, you can you can use our uh, X A Z furniture mm -hmm. yeah, 
two or three days, the day, the day that you organize something. And we give you a discount of 20 or 30%. I've seen it in the market. It's not easy because mm -hmm. people have, of course, to trust, have, of course, to trust that you will still exist. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, see, what I see is also shares. Some people uh, try to dump. I'm sorry for using that word, but it, it's a bit dumping, of course. Uh, try to sell less expensive than normally uh, a part of new shares so they do a capital augmentation, in fact, uh, or mm -hmm. a network augmentation with third parties. Of course, those profit from the fact that it's uh, cheap, cheaper today than normally. But okay, it uh, helps, of course, also people uh, to survive. Huh? Yeah. Maybe one last question. If I look at those um, Kickstarter campaigns, I know when you were already talking about success ratios, um, what I do see is that people who organize the funding put a lot of effort in creating a great video to explain their products, good text, interact with the community, um, even start advertising on, on, on social media to get, to get attention. What is the success for, for having a good uh, crowdfunding campaign? Ooh, uh, uh, there are something like 50 factors. I'll pick some out. Huh? Yeah. Um, in fact, women mm -hmm. do it better than men. Okay. And that's on all sides like that because women are more realistic, more, more, are more modest. So they ask more realistic amounts. So they get easier into the amount they want to get. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you'd better start with a team. Teams do up till 30% better than individuals. Yeah? Innovation works better than old-fashioned products or styles. Yeah? Whatever has to do with innovation and technique, techniques, you cited Kickstarter, for example, mm -hmm. yeah? uh, that works uh, very, very well. If you are a uh, non-profit or a profit organization, don't ask money for general funding, but start a new line, yeah? start mm -hmm. a new project, yeah? because new projects work better than the old financing or financing the traditional way of working of the company. And so we can go on and go on. It's, mm -hmm. uh, if you, for example, give feedback uh, to people during your crowdfunding, you get up till the double of what, when you don't go into contact with the people who already did give money. Because here is they, they will give a second or a third or a fourth time even money. The mm -hmm. more you talk with them, the more you interact with them, the more you get normally from them. And uh, the book is full, in fact, of uh, that type of suggestions. I did look at all the studies and I did put them all together into a logic order. Yeah. People who want to uh, know more, they can buy your book, uh, obviously. Um, so, Dirk, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts on this subject with us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, maybe you should say the book is in Dutch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you have plans to also translate it or not yet? Um, uh, I might do a book in French, but in French. Uh, there is no plan for English, to be honest. <laughs> not yet, but maybe that changes. <laughs> <laughs> and you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.